0: Everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive. Bye, everybody. And we are thriving. I am still hanging out here on the East Coast enjoying central New Jersey, but I will be back in Seattle very shortly. I want to just say that we had snowed this morning. I have, been, you know, I grew up in Jersey, graduated from Plainfield High School, and in all the time that I had lived here, never. Ever do I remember snow in October? It is unheard of snow on Route 22. But then again, There are a lot of things that are unheard of that are going on right now, and we've got a fabulous, fabulous show lined up for you today. Very incredible. Uh, First, we're going to start off with Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today, Senior Minister of the Center for Spiritual Living. A lot of really cool things going on there. Uh, Talk about thriving. That is a place that, uh, first of all, if you haven't been to uh, the new facility, the new sanctuary, that is a place that you'll get to visit shortly. We've got lots to talk with you about there. But Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, Senior Minister, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living, that is uh, on Sandpoint Way. And, you know, Kathy Ann has been on the show uh, each month, and we get to hear her message. We get to hear how she delivers it, inspirational, practical, empowering, and does this on this show as well every Sunday and in the classes that she teaches at the Center. Today's show is called Purple People. Not red states, not blue states, purple. I love that. Dr. Cathy Ann, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks. That's good to be here. I love purple. Do mm-hmm. you know that when I when I was uh, in New Jersey, we started one of the first recycling campaigns way back. And the way that we did it, we created a purple paper eater mm. as our mascot. Mm. So, uh, so is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> that we eat paper?
1: <laughs> no, it's not. But what I'm suggesting is if there's a lot of things that come out of that, I guess because people are so divided. What, any election has a tendency to trigger um, the best and the worst in people. And one of the worst things that we do is we get so separate that we don't have a chance to see what we have in common. We get so polarized with what, how the other person is wrong, or polarized in how how very right I am. Therefore, they're wrong. Um, we don't we don't really have discussions or conversations. Um, we have sound bites. And even um, if I, I take my attention away from the advertising, ugh, which is terrible, and I just listen to people, they're just throwing around sound bites. No one is listening. They're just waiting for the other person to take a breath so that they can yell something else. And this is with civilized people. And and so um, one of the things that we started at our church is that God isn't red or blue. It's purple. It's, it's the combination. It's when the two come together, it's really beautiful. And when you think about it, it's actually kind of a spiritual idea because the crown chakra is always shown as the color purple, which means that, you know, that's where, where we connect with the divine in in some aura studies is a purple color. So... Maybe if we're more connected to the divine, we see the purple in everybody. How's that? <laughs> Instead of I, not say the God in me, blue, the God in you. It's the purple in me, salutes the purple in you. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm being quest-
0: somewhat facetious, but really not too much. Well, the question is, why not? Yeah. I mean, that's the question. Why not? Why not come together? You know, I was really struck by the fact that I'm clear across the country. Clear across the country. And I in and you know I'm I'm staying with the, my best friend of like a gazillion years and and she watches the news every night. I never watch, this, but the news comes on. And what do you think the news was about? It wasn't about the news in New Jersey. It was the news in Washington State. Clear across the country. We made we made the news absolutely oh. and and it was an interesting conversation and, and and I looked at the look on her face and I'll, and I'll share it because you know what this is i didn't even know this was going on i don't know what it is either i don't what's going on in washington state well here's what it was, and it was on national ABC with what 's his face that does the news and it was about our governor uh, the gubernatorial race oh this was what it was about. And it wasn't about the candidates or what they stood for or how they were doing. It was about one candidate. And because we are a nonpartisan show, I'm not going to mention. But it was about a candidate changing the name of their party. And and she looked at me and she said, only in Washington State. <laughs> and I said, you know, Linda... We're very creative people, but that's not the point. The point is that we are getting so much bombarded, so much information coming our way. The stock market is up. It's down. You know, who's for it? Who's not? Purple is such a brilliant idea.
1: I hope so. I hope that we start looking for You know, we should, we're smart enough, and we've got enough information around us. We should actually see that um, division doesn't work. <laughs> you know, if we take the biblical term, um, a house divided must fall. Mm. Well, a country divided must fall, too. We're not not—we're not talking about what we really want. We're talking about how the other person is wrong, and it's very, very sad. And it's not everyone's doing this. I, please, I know I'm making a generalization, but the generalization seems to be what people are reacting to. I know in my own church that uh, sometimes people have mentioned just, you know, I wouldn't say in passing, but some some guests or or someone else will mention a candidate, and people will stand up and, and, you know, say hooray. Well, that makes the other people that are for that candidate feel bad. What are they supposed to do, say boo? I mean, it's just crazy. We're not for candidates. We want the best for our country. And something that um, everyone on your program might want to start doing is that what we have asked our congregation to do and what a lot of other New Thought Ministers are asking their congregations to do is to pray every Sunday evening, um, which I guess there's only one left before the election, pray on Sunday evening, not for their candidate to win, but for the best for our country. If everybody wanted the best for our country, who knows what, what might happen and who might emerge and, and who might actually run for office in the future? Because I don't know that I would ever want to run for office. You'd have to be very armored up to stand what people would fling at you, I mean, I feel sorry for whoever wins, whether whether they win, whether they win the election of being mayor or senator or congressman or president of the United States. My goodness, they have to really have a thick skin, which means that they're less sensitive to the people's needs. You can't, you can't be um, always blasting someone and have them stay sensitive. I mean, who, who can do that? Who can do that? no one um well maybe the dalai lama but i don't know that our our politicians actually spend an amount of time in their spiritual practices dalai lama does so yeah purple is a good idea it's just purple and everything what what how can i transcend differences man that would be a question we should all be asking
0: well and i love what you're saying because i had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with someone and we were talking about al gore And, uh, you know, I'm I'm getting uh, I'm going to be at an upcoming event where he's going to be speaking. And we were talking about him and they and and they said to me, they said, look, you're always doing this positive talk stuff. And, you know, how can you how can you believe that Al Gore not getting elected was for the greater good? And I stepped back and I said, let's think about that for a minute, because Al Gore did not get elected. Well, some people think he did, but the point is he didn't go to the White House. And I said, look at at his life. Look at his life. Look at what Al Gore has done in the past eight years. Look at the film. Look at the Nobel Peace Prize. Look at what he's done to raise the level of awareness in our country on global issues, global warming, and, and all of that. And so, kathy Ann, I think what you're saying is if we take that prayer to heart and we truly pray for the greater good, we might all be surprised at what shows up.
1: Yeah, I think we would. I think we would. And and I, I agree with you totally. If people really liked or Al Gore, you know, and everybody's going to have their own opinion who's listening to this, but, but um, if they liked Al Gore... <laughs> Al Gore did better not being in the White House. I mean, truly, and um, and we don't know how things. We just, you know, we just. Have you noticed that presidents get better through time? <laughs> 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 that, that that we can do. That there's documentaries on um, PBS now, uh, showing all the different presidents and and their foibles, and but boy, some of them even in the midst of. Of doing some things that at the time people didn't like, they did some really good things for the future. Um, we we just don't we we have such limited sight that to become oppositional hardens our heart, and I think it shuts down our our um, our spiritual um, intuition. And, and we can't, we're not, we are not as smart when we become uh, polarized, either well, individually or collectively.
0: Well, you know, the extremes, and let's talk about this when we come back. You know, the extremes, and and I read this a long time ago, I, I mean, honestly, love and hate cannot coexist. Mm-hmm. They, they can't. And so, what is our lives? What What are the choices that we make? Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. Uh, I love the conversation we're having. Uh, who would have thunk it? <laughs> but purple people, not red states, not blue states, purple. And we're gonna when we come back, we'll talk more about what purple means and how each and every one of us can learn how to blend, can learn how to integrate, can learn how to reach for the highest and best for all. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, joining us here today. If you want to find out more about her, you can go to spiritualliving.org, spiritualliving.org. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Are you
2: a social artist? Do you feel your work is about something bigger than the field you've been playing in? Do you want to make a difference on the planet and in your community? If so, the three-day Gene Houston Introduction to Social Artistry Workshop, Friday, October 31st through November 2nd, in the Seattle U District at the University Christian Church, is the right place for you to be. Gene is one of the great teachers on the planet today. You'll learn, stretch, grow, and laugh on your way to becoming a social artist. For the Grandchildren is presenting two events with Gene Houston, including a public event on Thursday evening, October 30th, at Seattle Unity Church prior to the three-day workshop. Registration and more information can be found at ForTheGrandchildren.org. That's ForTheGrandchildren.org. Or call Victor at 206 838 That's 206-838-5176. You want to help
3: people, and you know that the angels can help. You understand that as each person heals, our world takes a step towards peace. Become a certified angelic life coach and learn how to guide others in their healing with help from the angels. Angelsteach.com offers a comprehensive six-month teleclass training program that can launch you into a career with angels right from your home. For more information or to register, visit angelsteach.com.
4: Hi, this is Len Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal abnormalities to abundant realities. How do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of axing those. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, Master Visionary, Medium, and Clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11am Pacific. Listen live at the Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural alternative talk 1150am. It looks like a purple people leader to me. It was a one-eyed, one horn, blind, purple people leader. One eyed, one horn, fine, purple people leader. One eyed, one horn, blind purple people leader. Show sure looks strange to me. One really to...
0: Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. But today We're doing a Purple People Day right here with Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here, Senior Minister and Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living, Sandpoint Way. For more information, you could check out their website, which is spiritualliving.org. We've got lots going on there, including the upcoming Extraordinary People series. Uh, And, uh, you know, Dr. Kathy Ann, thank you for joining us here today. Uh, You know, Purple... We're talking about it, you mentioned you and I were talking during break. We were talking about this from a from a global level. Let's call it from a thirty thousand foot up level, mm-hmm. but the idea of purple, the idea of you know coming to this place where you can see both sides, isn't that something that we can implement and embrace in different parts of our lives? no so,
1: you know it starts from the ground up actually, I think that That what we, as I said, during an election or any time that something really huge shows up like this, where we can have different opinions, we can see how polarized polarized we are as a nation. Well, we're also polarized just in our individual lives. We get polarized at work. We get polarized in our families. How many families have feuds? I mean, the family feud. I mean, how does that even happen? Uh, How do we have legends like the Hatfield and McCoys? How come these people become so polarized that, that they don't. All they think is that this other, uh, this other set of people are bad. It can only happen because people are more attached to being right than they are about finding solutions and cooperation and harmony. And that's too bad because there's a whole new idea that's being presented and, and forwarded in uh, modern biology. And and. I, I happen to believe I happen to believe in two things. This is how I can become purple. I absolutely believe in evolution, and I absolutely believe that it's by intelligent design. So I'm an intelligent design evolutionist. <laughs> I don't see that there's a <laughs> conflict. Actually, I think that it, even if it, the the life is just so in, in intrinsically beautiful that something with an intelligence put it in motion, and and so I believe in it at all. But anyway, in, in modern. Um, studies of evolution, they've let go of the idea that it's survival of the fittest, and really, what they've noticed is the species that survive and continue to, to survive, and are really good at surviving, they cooperate, and so, in a way, we would have to redo that and say that it's survival of the most cooperative, and and those species, whether they're tiny little microbes, or they're, they're larger species, one of the ways that they have that they still exist on Earth is that they found ways to cooperate with each other, and that you know we don't talk about that. We're not we're not putting that forward. We we love competition and and you know he who wins and he who has the most toys and it's not about who who cooperates. And I'll tell you, it's been said and it's probably a cliche that on your deathbed you really will not care how much you won. What you'll care about. Is who loved you and and who you loved and who you cooperated with and felt one with. Yeah, we're, we've got our priorities really mixed up if we're going to survive as a species. I mean, I'm not even talking about theological or, or moral. I'm talking about if we're going to survive, we better change our priorities. And that's, that's looking for ways to cooperate
0: and and you know let's talk about that for a minute because you know the question is you know how do we even know or one of the questions that i know i've had to deal uh, with in my own personal life is you know i'm somebody that competed at a very early age and what i mean by that is you, you, you know I, it's amazing how i learned this but i got involved with uh, athletics and sports at a very young age and and you know initially And then it was individual competition. But even with that, there is a line that I got to draw in the sand about what I would and wouldn't do. How do we learn? How do we learn this? How do we learn to shift from competitiveness to cooperation?
1: You know, I don't know how we learn except perhaps to just wake up and see what the results of competitiveness are and what the results of cooperation are. You know, if I see that, if I, if I continually, if we look at history, if we look at our our situation, um, if we look at the recent financial collapse and Wall Street, that was coming out of he with the most money wins, and mm. and I'll win, and I don't care what it does to you. Well, look at how it brought everything down. I mean, we have to. <laughs> eventually people are going to say, you know, can't, if there's got to be a way that we create a win-win game. But we'll never have the intelligence or the, the impetus to create a win-win game if we think that it has to be win-lose. So in a way, we'll do this for our own survival, I hope. <laughs> we'll do it for that. And, um, and, the, and, and I love it that most spiritual traditions have been telling us this for a long time. It's done unto you as you believe, but not only that. As you give out, it's going to come back to you. And so, if I if I give out understanding, I'm going to be. If there's a greater chance that I will be understood. And if I give out cooperation, there's a greater chance that people will cooperate with me. It. it um, I think we are at really a turning point, oh, and yeah. and there is a theory out there that evolution actually sprung forward, not in, not necessarily, it wasn't just a gradual, gradual, gradual thing, but that life responded to crisis and then evolution would take over and, and the species, whatever species would spring forward if it needed to, that something would happen uh, in the environment that would make the species um, evolve quicker. Well, I think we are now in an environment that should allow us to evolve spiritually quicker, which means we would turn into purple people. I (laughs) I hope we all get purple.
0: Well, and you know, what you're talking about is, is I mean, I, I, what it really struck for me is the idea of tipping point. And tipping points are defined as the levels at which the momentum for change becomes unstoppable. And that's Gladwell's definition, Malcolm Gladwell, defined a tipping point as a sociological term, the moment of critical mass, the threshold, the boiling point. But, you know, if you move beyond social, you know, sociological and we move to spiritual, and I think that's what you're talking about out here as well that tipping point phenomenon also applies Indeed. and you know and, and so let me ask you this i mean had we really given the idea of a spiritual tipping point much thought
1: well we don't when we're just when things are going well we don't think <laughs> when, <laughs> when uh, there was something that i i read from a uh, i don't even remember where i read it but it was just two weeks ago and this, this rabbi was saying, here's the problem with Jewish people. And only he could say this because he was a rabbi. Right. And he said, here's the problem with Jewish people. When things are good, they think it'll always be good. When it's bad, they think it'll always be bad. Well, isn't that us? Isn't that every human being? When things are going well, when there is this rise in, in um, when there's the, the very rapid rise in housing prices, we think it'll always rise. When there's the rapid rise of, of uh, tech stocks. We're still getting into tech stocks. Um, we think it'll always continue, and then we're just so we're so surprised when it doesn't, when it's a bubble and it bursts. And the same thing with stocks recently, and the same thing with with mortgages. The availability of mortgage, mortgages to anyone—we don't even question it. it. It actually takes. I think the tipping point starts when we get when we're surprised and things aren't going well. We have to reassess otherwise we're just floating along on the breeze you know everything's good um, this is not true for everyone because I'm sure that whoever's listening on this radio program you know they are thinkers but a lot of a lot of people a lot of you know myself included when things are good why 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 should I think why should I have to reconsider uh, when things aren't so good I've got to really think about it
0: yeah and you know it's funny that you mentioned that because you know when things aren't really really so good it, there are different degrees of not so good there are there are degrees that we move across the continuum of let's call it not goodness mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying just like there are different shades of purple mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so you know when we when we look at that there's the point that we get where things are not so good but i'm okay Then there's the point we get to where things are really not good and we're using the term or the language crisis. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, how can we in our lives, even though we may not watch the news or we may not get plugged into this, but we have a sense that something is just not the way we want it to be. what, What would you say is the beginning point for us to turn that around? I don't know. I, I can only go
1: back to the beginning point for us to turn it around. Is to athlete? Is the is the way that we think that we can't be habitual, and we can't be reactionary. Mm-hmm. I'm getting back to those, uh, and i I see. I don't know that there's a there's a formula for everybody, except the except I do think that there will be a time when you start to go. Oh my goodness! I'm a part of this oh, my goodness, look what's happening. Um, for instance, if um, if I'm always in a fight with people, mm. then maybe there's this time when I go, oh, my goodness, either everyone in the world is, is cranky <laughs> 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 or somehow I'm creating or picking fights with people. know that we, we start to wake up to our part. Up, I think is a huge step in in the correction process. I'm not sure if that's what you meant, but but um, I think I think, tipping, it is. I think the tipping point is when I start to see my responsibility for for me creating my experience and how can I change my experience and hopefully it will help to change the greater experience of everybody else.
0: And and that really is what we're talking about. Did you know, by the way, tipping points are purple? We'll talk about that and much more when we come back from break. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. And we're talking about purple. Purple in a lot of ways. Purple people. Not red states, not blue states. But what about purple? For those of you that are kind of wondering what we're talking about, when you put red and blue paint together... Purple is what you get. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. If you want to find out more about her, check out their fabulous new website at spiritualliving.org. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
3: Alive Expo joins the Dr. Pat Show in paying it forward. This is an idea whose time has come, and Alive Expo has stepped it up by offering free admission. It's the Alive Expo Economic Stimulus, Saturday and Sunday, November 8th and 9th at the Linwood Convention Center. Enjoy healthy lectures, fitness demos, sample natural and organic products, and receive tons of free product samples. Admission and parking is free. This is one event you don't want to miss. November 8th and 9th at the Linwood Convention Center. Visit
2: Alive Expo. Seven or visit mbsconnect.com. Are you going through a divorce
3: or are you single again? A 24-7 resource center called FreshStartAfterDivorce.com has been created to support you during and after divorce. It's packed with resources, articles, and tips from experts nationwide. As a business personal coach who specializes in divorce and founder of the National Association of Divorce for Women and Children, Joni Winberg's mission is to provide the support and encouragement you need to move your life forward. You don't have to face this challenging time alone.
4: Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com.
3: Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip the new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef Curtis Ross will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails
1: in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable, open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or visit
3: ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I-Center.net.
4: News, traffic, and weather? Now you can get your information fixed weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.
0: Welcome back everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. Yeah, it's not red, it's not blue, it's just purple. And you know what does just purple really mean? Right, Kathy and thank you again for joining us here today. I want to ask you. I, I, I mean, I think you shared a little bit about how you you came to come, how you came up with this idea of purple people, and uh, you know, do you think it's possible for people to truly get in the middle? And the reason I ask that question, there has been so much on air in the media uh, about either this person, that person, either this issue, that issue. I don't know where the, the middle ground has gone to. It doesn't seem like we have any. And isn't purple really the middle ground, though? Well, uh,
1: you know, in a way it is. What I was trying to say, and this all came to me one day, when um, when I realized that our church was could be polarized, there were people that, that were undecided, a few, and then there were people who were moderate, and then there were people who were vehemently been opposed to this candidate or that candidate. And, and what I was really trying to get across is that, in our, at least in our church, and I think for spiritual people, it doesn't mean we won't vote the way we want to vote. But we will not let our passion for what we believe in destroy our, our compassion for everybody else. And I think that it is, for people who say they're on a spiritual path, they are off the path when they let their political views, Lead them into feelings of anger and hate for the other party, or other candidates, or people that don't believe the way they believe. So, what I was trying to say is that in God there is no red and blue. There's only purple. Mm-hmm. You know, God's not a Democrat, and God is not a Republican. And um, no, you know that'll be a surprise for some people, I guess. But and, and I think it'll be a surprise for some Democrats that God doesn't do parties. God is purple. God is above that. And. I don't know that we will get so elevated that we don't care enough to not vote. In fact, I think we should vote more, but to not get so polarized that we forget our humanity. You know so what?
0: That's really what we're at risk really, at losing what, here. What
1: can you know? It does not matter that you are like a candidate or not like a candidate. What matters is that we don't get ugly, and then we've lost everything because
0: well because in 4 years we won't care what happened here you know what? In four minutes, we don't care. Sometimes, yeah. and, and and you know, and and that has to do with living in the present moment, I guess. But I want to make sure that you know. I would love to have all of you out there that are listening to the show. We'd love to hear your point of view as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Do you believe that purple is a place that we can be? Uh, do you believe that this is a uh, there is something that each of us can do to get us to that place? Give us a shout out or toll free. Number one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. What would you suggest we do to move along the spirit uh, of purple? Uh, you know, Kathleen, uh, there are many, 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 many things that you're doing at the Center for Spiritual Living, and you know. Part of this has to do with talking about the idea of purple, and I wanted to ask you: Have you received any feedback from the congregation on well, this?
1: Except for one person, uh, absolutely everybody was excited. I sent out an email to everyone saying that we are a pol- uh, pol- uh, politics-free zone, and uh, and everyone—I think I got 100, I mean over a hundred emails—and they were all in favor and loving it. Only, Except for one person. One. One out of over a hundred. And one person said, we need to be more political, and so she's going to go back to her old church. Because they were willing to take a stand. And I thought, but I am taking a stand. You don't understand. This is a stand. To say that God's not political is actually a stand. I mean, there's many churches that would not, you know, as she was saying, she'll go someplace else. But you know, well, that was the tipping uh, point for her. Yeah. Well, in a lot of ways, it's like we don't. If I started talking about politics in church, it would just become a a political rally, and we don't need another political rally. There's plenty of those. If people want to go to a political rally, there's probably one on their in their neighborhood tonight. They. um, What we need, I think, what the world needs now is love, sweet love, and we're not getting it in our in our political advertising or the well, commentators. So let's go back to love.
0: Well, you know, and I I don't, you know, I'm sure that there are different political perspective that's being presented on television and radio across the country. Um, and maybe this is, you know, maybe it's just Kathy the end that I'm a little bit older, that I'm a little bit more sensitive to it. Or maybe four years ago, I, I wasn't necessarily doing the radio show that I'm doing today. But there are more people that have become divided right now and divided in a way. As a matter of fact, I, I was, I was visiting with a few friends the other day. Uh, and these are two people that are in a relationship. And I, I got to tell you, they split right down the middle about this. And this is really tough on their relationship. Mm-hmm. Why is it in this, in from your perspective? And I guess I'm going back to the global level of it. Why is it, do you believe or or not that this is it's difficult for people to even come up with common talking points right now? I mean it used to be in elections or at least I remember in my family you know they would split down the middle all the time but there would at least be a conversation. It seems like we're having trouble finding the right words. We, we I, man, I, I don't know I, I, I honestly
1: can say, I'm since I try not to talk about politics it's hard for me to, to get into that place but i but I do know that when I had a hard time talking about it it's because I wanted to be right more than I wanted to listen and and you know there are some people who can be right and still listen and I hope that I, I hope that I reach that place in my life that I can do both but I can be passionate about what I believe in and I can still try to understand where you're coming from and not just bludgeon you with more of my sound bites. And I'm not sure why or how we got to this place, but I do know that there can, can be catalysts for the good and the bad. It seems like elections can bring out the bad in people and, and, Catastrophes like Katrina bring out the good in us. We all became so compassionate. And when we had in, in Washington State, which is where I live, which is where you live, in Washington State, when we had huge floods last year, it brought out compassion in people. We we started to take care of each other. We had a common goal, which was to do cleanup. There's some circumstances bring out what's the best in us, and I've, I, there's a cliche that I remember, which is. Really bad times bring out the really good parts of us. (laughs) I hope that we become more compassionate through all of this. I hope that we become better people because that's what we're going to take with us. When we lay this body down, the lessons that we have learned in this body are going to continue with us. And I don't know that by being right and and not listening is really the lesson we want to take with us. I hope I don't seem too moralistic there, but, you know, I do believe we're eternal beings, and and we're here to acquire information and and knowledge and wisdom, Uh, not be right, because when we're right, we stop listening
0: well what's interesting is i you know i I looked at the topic for today's show, and I went on the internet of course uh, uh why wouldn't I go on the internet and there's a new website that that just came up, and the website's called PurplePeopleParty.org, dot oh. org and it, it's such a new website that it's still under construction, so maybe somebody heard the service or, or heard what you were doing out there um yeah, and, 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 you know, the, and they, they're saying kind of the same things we're saying. It's a purple piece people is neither red nor blue nor green, and we can't forget the green party because there is, you know, there is that, and there are many, many other parties. Um, but the point that they made on this, and I want to talk to this with you, it says a purple people truly thinks for him herself and follows his, her own path. Mm-hmm. And I think that the website, you know, had come up in response to the media and sort of what's going on. When we say follow our own path, isn't that part of, you know, embracing our spiritual connection as well?
1: If, if that's our path, that certainly is true. Mm-hmm. Um, to not to not just... Uh, and when you say follow your own path, uh, I I got I no... I think everyone that votes is kind of following their own path. They're following no the kidding. path of being a Democrat or a Republican or an Independent or a Green Party or or they love Nader or Ralph Nader or whatever. That, that, that's, you know, we can follow our own path and do that. I think, though, we have to also be willing to li- really listen to our own thoughts. One of the things that I like to do with people is as say things like, now think about what you just said. How does that really apply? Because sometimes people just speak in cliches and speak in uh, sound bites and 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 psychobabble and and I, and maybe I'm really guilty of that also. They're not really paying attention to what they're saying and they don't really pay attention to what they mean. So I wouldn't say so much follow your own path as it's like just know what path you're on and why you're on it and be
0: conscious. And I do, yeah, I, and then oh. you can listen to other people. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to create change on the outside when we haven't looked on the inside, isn't it? Yeah, I would say <laughs> so, would think although so. I've tried that. Yes, I uh, do. I must say I've tried that. We're going to take a short break. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. If you want to find out more about uh, Dr. Kathy Ann, you could certainly go to spiritualliving.org. org. And when you get there, you're going to find a website uh, that's providing you with lots and lots and lots of great information. When we come back, we'll be talking about how each and every one of us can take the action that not only feeds our own soul, but let Let's get back to that conversation of praying for the best for all. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
5: Check out my website, formulaformillionaires.com. Are you one of the
1: millions of overweight people who haven't succeeded on low-fat or low-calorie diets? They're too hard, aren't they? To be successful, you have to change your mind about dieting. Get the sugar out, put fat back in, eat yourself thin. I'm Karen Bentley. My Sugar-Free Miracle Diet makes weight loss easy, inevitable, sustainable. Go to sugarfreemiracle.com. That's sugarfreemiracle.com.
0: This is the solution you've been looking for. Hi, this is Dr. Pat with important news for anyone concerned about older-looking skin. Revitalize the water within and even old, dried-out skin can look young again. Water gives skin its elasticity and now, thanks to Ageless Secret, a water energizing skin spray, you can change the water within. I proved its energetic claim by doing a test with a glass of water and it amazingly changed the water through the glass. When I sprayed the Ageless Secret on my skin, its powerful water energizing effect dramatically improved my skin elasticity by 50%. This is the most incredible skincare product I've ever seen, and there's more. The muscles on your face give your face its shape. The Ageless Secret gently tightens those muscles and reconditions them so you get better results with every bottle or your money back. You've got to see this for yourself. Call 888-424-4247 or visit
5: agelesssecret.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Pain relief without side effects. Just ask for Toperson. Toperson is now available at Fred Meyer, Natural Food and other fine stores. Go to toperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007. toperson.com or 1-800-959-1007. Toperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that. Like what you hear. Be sure and support the sponsors who support your favorite programs on
4: Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.
0: back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by reverend dr Kathy Ann lewis joining us here today as i mentioned a senior minister and spiritual director of the center for spiritual living on sandpoint way and if you want to find out more about Kathy Ann, about the center you can go to the brand new website very cool spiritualliving.org spiritualliving.org and as a matter of fact on the homepage. There's a picture of the new sanctuary that is going to be the home of this year's 2009 Extraordinary Speakers Series. So very, very cool stuff. Um, Kathy, let's take a minute to talk about that, if we could. Sure. Because, I mean, this is a brand new facility, and many people are familiar with the, the series that we conducted last year. This year, it's going to be at the center. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. Are you excited?
1: Well, I'm very excited, and what I think people are going to really enjoy is there's not a bad seat in the house. Uh, we seat we seat less than Benaroya did, but boy, everybody's very close because of a semicircle, and so you get a really, really upfront and personal experience of the speaker. And um, so we not only have seats on the floor, the main floor, but also the balcony and the balcony is so close i mean you will feel so close to the speaker it'll be a very intimate experience i think people will love it
0: and and, and you know for many people i think they're going to love the fact not going downtown well <laughs> that's, well, that that's to be helpful <laughs> well and you know there's a uh, oh, you and know domino on friday night oh so yeah that's can a change stay late right I know that's I we had to
1: leave at the break because it was getting late and i had an hour's drive home and and so I never got to hear the whole thing.
0: But on a Saturday, if I got to sleep in on Saturday, I could I could stay up late. And you're going to be MCing this year. You and I are changing roles this year. Yeah, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I get to. Well, it's my house. I get to be the host. <laughs> you get to be the house, and I and I get to be the opening remarks. So I yeah. get to be nervous like you were last year. <laughs> yeah, you go, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun uh, you know and we've got a great lineup there uh that starting out with carolyn mace of course um i think she's first out of the gate and then michael beckwith uh is going to be is going to be part of that i mean donna has done a great job at putting this together and and i, and I love that we get to have people coming to seattle uplifting and inspiring uh, all of us to take mm-hmm. our lives to the next level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i'm very excited there's and we should mention that there are going to be four there are four speakers this year mm-hmm. so and the tickets are on sale already at brownpapertickets.com BrownPaperTickets.com, and so we're looking at Carolyn Mace, Michael Beckwith, Gary zukoff and Don Miguel Ruiz, and so that's a powerhouse lineup. That should be very, very exciting. I think people will just be really enjoying enjoying that. And I just wanted to say
1: because I I always want to have an addendum. It's like one of those little asterisks at the at the when you read a book and then you look down at the bottom of the page. and see the disclaimer or, or uh, additional information that the author wants to give you. These are extraordinary people, but they're extraordinary people because they're just living their own potential. And they should, and they should always be reminding us that we too are extraordinary, that all of us can live our potential. You know, th- do not set these people up as exceptions, set them up as examples. We can be doing this. I don't know that we'll all be able to uh, for instance um, read whatever whatever Carolyn Mace reads I'm not sure that I'm going to be a medical intuitive but all of us have skills and talents and we can make the make the most of them and that's what we should be doing and so that we allow ourselves to remember we're all extraordinary people we really are
0: we really are but I gotta tell you
1: nothing this whole rodeo Rodeo. you can tell where I come from (laughs) Uh, hey, you Radio know what? Empire, you know,
0: from zero to empire in a very short period of time. That's extraordinary. Lots of people can do this. And, you know, I have to tell you that I live most of my life uh, thinking that I was a loser and I'm going to say that word because that's basically what I thought. Um, and, and, you know, and, my, and I'm not going to go into the story about that. I think the listeners have heard me share that. And I believe exactly what you said. Every one of us has this amazing power within to craft the life that we truly desire. And isn't that what you help us do? Isn't that what you help us create uh, in the work that you do?
1: I think that's actually what my gift is. is My gift is um, somehow helping people find what's inside of them and bring it out. Um, You know, and and so my my, guess my gift is just working with other people.
0: And I like it. I like it a lot. So, you know, here we are, and I, and I love that you've actually come out of the box again. <laughs> and uh, not to ask me if I'm surprised, I'm not. But the whole idea of looking at not red, not blue, not green, but purple, it really does invite us to open up a bigger conversation. And if we if we struggle to do that in the political system, we can at least start to look at that within how do we go about that to not be- pur- to be purple, yeah, red, imagine green. all of us having that purple heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's you know I think it's the first thing is to recognize that
1: you know to remember the times that we have been compassionate, we've been kind, we've been loving, we felt better. We felt better we are we liked ourselves more. Um, I think we want to be this way, and so to so to know that we could do it at any time, uh, not when circumstances are right. We can be compassionate today. We can be understanding today. And to um, for me, my practice is that I would pray. I would pray and say, you know, Spirit within, I really want to be more compassionate. Open my heart today. Make me less resistant to other people's opinions. Help me remember that. Uh, everyone has has something to offer me. There's something I can learn from everyone. Please keep me humble and teachable. Uh, that's the whole idea of the Sermon on the Mount. It's about being humble and teachable and receptive and and flexible. And I'm using my words instead of Jesus' words, but they amounted to about that. It's like if you get too full of yourself, you're gonna burst. <laughs> so, so so keep me open. Keep me humble and 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 then and then to practice it just stop ourselves sometimes and and maybe start something of uh, conversation like this tell me more I want to understand <laughs> oh man
0: West, even that's a very humbling statement tell me more I want to understand and boy does that open up doors for us to mm-hmm. truly step into into the into being purple? Kathy Ann, thank you so much for joining us today. How would you like to end today's show?
1: Well, let's just end with a prayer for all of for all of us, because all of us will be affected in some way on a very powerful day, a week from today, when we have our election. So let's just know that something good is working through every individual that is a citizen of this country and all the individuals in the world. Something good is working, that there is a life force that is prompting us to evolve beyond separation and conflict and competitiveness into a consciousness of cooperation and mutual harmony and mutual benefit and win-win. That is a possibility. It is the spiritual aspiration of all holy traditions. And so I give thanks that we can surrender to that idea and let that idea work in us. So that we can become vehicles of that idea, that idea of cooperation and harmony. I give thanks that Spirit is opening us up to do a great work.
0: And so it is. Thank you dr Ann lewis and that is a fabulous way to move to our next segment with dr freedom and who's joining us here on the show and we're talking about feel free to be yourself the keys to self-empowerment what a great two hours Ann! thank you for joining us again go to spiritualliving.org if you would like to find out more and we'll be right back with another powerhouse hour of talk radio we'll be right back